<laughs> oh, Merry Christmas! Yay, October second, wow. it's Christmas. Wow! Wow! Hey, Christmas is on a Sunday this year, and October second is a Sunday. That's fun. Yeah, it works out great. So maybe it really is Christmas. It is. Hey guys, welcome back. Chip and Eric are yep. reading through the Bible here. That's what we we're are. doing. A lot of new people joining us. Welcome yeah. Oh everybody. my goodness! Oh, Look at all so of you out there. So many people popping up. Wow. Okay. Well, oh, I see you. Yeah. 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 So uh, yesterday we started the New Testament. Today we're going to read about the birth of Jesus. If you didn't know, that is what Christmas is all about. Yeah. I'm not sure. It Maybe is. you didn't know that. It is. But now you do. You do. I have referred to this passage so many times that it's weird that we're finally reading it. You have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to jump in on Matthew chapter 1, and then we're going to jump over to Luke chapter 2. So Matthew chapter 1, Ancestors of Jesus the Messiah. This is the record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amminadab. Amminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Ammon. Ammon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiachin and his brothers born at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the Babylon exile, Jehoiachin was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Ab- Abiud. Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Achim. Achim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathen. Mathen was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. There he is. Well, all those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to Babylonian exile, and 14 from Babylonian exile to the Messiah. The birth of of Jesus the Messiah. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man. It did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, a virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until the son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Luke chapter 2, the birth of Jesus. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea. David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in snugly strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no room lodging available for them. I love that the text says, she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth, and you said she wrapped him in snugly strips of cloth. They were snugly little strips of cloth. I love that. The shepherds and angels. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Well, they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what happened, and the angel said to them about the child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astonished. But Mary, she kept all these things in her heart, and she thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Jesus is presented in the temple. Eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, and the name given him by the angel before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. The Prophecy of Simeon. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. The Prophecy of Anna 
Anna, a prophet, who was also there in the temple. Oh, Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. There it is. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that is it. Okay. So, two semi-ordinary pastors read an extraordinary book to a growing and amazing group of people. Yep. We answer two questions. So what? So what? And Mm. for the Gospels, what does this tell us about God? Mm -hmm. So that could be what does this tell us about Christ? Well, that's a new questionnaire. Right. It's wow. a new question. Because where's Jesus is kind of lame yep. when you can just go right there. There he is. There he is. He's a little baby. Mm-hmm. Right there. So um, so what does this tell us about God? It could be what does this tell us about God the Father? What does this tell us about God the Son? What does this tell us about God the Spirit? What does this tell us about God? So okay. that's for the Gospels, and then we'll see what happens when we get to the rest of the New Testament. I'm not going to pretend like I have that planned. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, Chip. Yes. The people want to know, especially our new visitors. Yes. So what? Hello, everybody. Uh, Yes. So what? Um, Man, this is a big deal. The birth, uh, the birth of Jesus, our Savior. Um, Just an extraordinary event happened um, in not so much of an extraordinary place, but I think what was amazing um, to, to me besides all, all that, was really what's leading up to it, where uh, Joseph, you know, so Joseph, um, he was a righteous man, and he did not want to disgrace her publicly. Mm-hmm. So he was going to just break the engagement um, quietly. Yeah. You know, um, he had every right uh, to not do that, to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did. A lot of people would. But, but not Joseph. And so then God got a hold of him through an angel and kind of talked to him. And then Joseph decided out of that that, okay, this is of God. This is a, a God thing, a good thing. And so he um, was not going to be afraid of the situation. And he realized that what was in her was conceived by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and um, that Jesus was going to be born and he was going to save his people from their sins. Yep. So he knew what that was about. Messiah Jesus was coming, and wow, this is a big deal. So everything changed for him after that. So I think his his disposition of being a very kind, gentle man really paid off. It allowed God to speak into him uh, through an angel and to really get him to a place where he was able to move forward with this. And how tough that would have been. Uh We read a story like this, and it's a cute kind of a love story. But, man, in those situations, what people were saying, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure they could have been saying all kinds of things. Yep, he was focused. He was locked in. He heard from God. He believed this was from the Lord. And so that, you know, in my mind, you know, was a strong man, a strong man of God, a righteous man of God, which was doing the right thing and and moving forward, which, you know, was was good. I mean, this story could have been a lot different if he didn't do yeah, that. No kidding. So I think you know, the takeaway is um, is to be strong uh, with what God's calling us to do, to know what he's calling us to do, and to be strong. And not everybody's going to like it or agree with it. 
some things will some people will say some bad things about it. I'm sure and you, um, but you got to be strong in the Lord and and move ahead and do what's right. And that's what he did. That's what Mary did, and it really um, was a part of the story, which is is pretty cool. So the takeaway there is is to follow God's way, um, even when it seems crazy mm-hmm. and and out of sorts there, and to follow His lead. So love that. There you go. Absolutely true. Okay, so what does this tell us about God? Well, it tells us a lot about God, first of all. Let me say that. And that's going to be my answer every day is this tells us a lot about God. <laughs> but, but I think the thing that this really shows me about God that speaks to me today is this is, this is all part of a plan that has always been, right? So it's not like mm. God suddenly was like, okay, you know what we're going to do? Nothing we've tried. So the Ten Commandments didn't work. We gave him a king. That didn't work. We had all those prophets. didn't work. I'm just going to go down there. You know, it wasn't that. This was always the intention. And as you read these passages, there's this expectation, right? Like, Simeon, don't. I'm not going to die until I see this Messiah. Yeah. There, he is. there he is. You know, he, uh, he, I've, seen, I've seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He's a light to reveal God to the nations. And so this idea was God has always been planning to bring all people, not just Israel, all people back into relationship with him Hmm. that's what this tells me about god that he put us in eden and he wants to bring us back to his presence as his people in his place that's what he's going for yeah and this is how he's planning to do it so good yep so that's what this tells me about god i like that question yeah it's a good one yeah good question eric yeah yeah i came up with it uh you know with with my friend my friend helped me come up with that good Hey, you guys, thanks for joining us. What a great day. This is exciting. Yeah. We're glad you're joining us today. Please leave, uh, leave some comments in the section there. And hope you have a great Christmas day today. Hope you get some presents. And don't forget the, the reason for the season. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes. That's right. He is. Yeah. And when someone says happy holidays, you scream Merry Christmas in their face. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In a loving way. Yeah. Just scream it. Wish you were very Christmas. I'm being very sarcastic <laughs> when I say that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We love you. You love us. We love each other. Let's just keep loving. Merry Christmas. Enjoy to the world. <laughs>